I'm DJ. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to One Shot Stab, a TTRPG podcast where we seek out new ways to tell your stories through different systems and games. Today, we are talking about self-publishing and more importantly, Kickstarter's big old zine quest. Um, Zine quest month is fast approaching. Yep. Uh, But we're going to explain what that is. Yeah, Uh, it is. uh, Well, we didn't know about it till recently. You quite literally, if you've been listening along, heard us find out about it and uh, yes. it was at that moment we decided to <laughs> wildly commit which is the thing that we tend to do um because we know it's good for us um here's of the course. short of it uh in our interview with spencer campbell of gilla games episode three um we talked to him about how he got started and a little snapshot without reviewing the entire episode please go watch it um or listen if you're listening um the thing is, he started in 2020, uh, starting with Kickstarter Zine Quest project. So the whole idea is Kickstarter will give you a little badge that says Zine Quest if you launch a project within the month that they are doing Zine Quest, which I think has typically just been February. Yeah. So during the month of February, you launch a project for a small format booklet, um, and it is usually in the TTRPG space. Um, so people create setting books, they create, uh, like one shot RPGs. They make really simple stuff that, that is really just about getting something out of you and getting it on paper. And a lot of really cool things have come out of Zine Quest, including a lot of Spencer's books, uh, from Gila RPG. Um, and I was just kind of like going through the list for this year of what, who's been submitted so far. And there are some incredibly cool ideas uh that people are trying to put out in the independent publishing space uh and this is kind of like that moment where everybody can gather it all together in one spot uh for people who are interested and go oh i i love small format self-publishing ttrpg books uh there's everything from settings uh, as andrew said to entirely new complex rule formats which is awesome yeah and i think that the personal piece for us is, is uh, in case you hadn't picked up on it yet, we're both launching our own individual projects for it, which we'll be doing um, some more content on that in the future. If you, if you haven't already heard about it, but basically it came down to DJ and I both have spent years as GMs <laughs> making yeah. so much homebrew content because you do, you, you love the game. You're a GM. You yeah. want a compelling story. And then you run into the rules and, they don't sync up with what you're trying to do. So you write something to support it. So your players know right. what the heck's happening. Boom. Now you've kind of modded whatever system you're running. And um, that evolves. You get more familiar with the rule sets. Maybe you try a couple different rule sets. Now you're a game designer, right? Like you, yeah. you yep. kind of level up. Um, and I think that for me, I've always wrestled with the, I don't know, imposter syndrome of, calling yourself the thing before you are the thing. <laughs> right. But like, <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. It can be done the wrong way. Um, yeah. and you can just be like, I, sure. I literally a years ago put out a big old blog post, you know, jumping two feet first into blog writing saying I'm a writer. And it was the only blog post I ever put out. So like I've done it the wrong way before. Um, yeah. But the idea with jumping into something like this and really why we wanted to put out an episode just about Zine Quest 
is we want to encourage you GMs out there or even you players that haven't GM'd yet um, that are a bit more familiar with rule sets and you've gotten comfortable with game mechanics that have ideas to just right. start writing and don't be yeah. afraid to show it to people. And the resources like are out there for you to do this. You don't need to put out a Monty Cook level game or a Wizards of the Coast level book, right? It doesn't have to be that intense. Yeah. Um, you can literally talk to someone on Fiverr to say, hey, could you make so a little bit of art for me? And you could ask somebody to put it into the PDF format that you need it to be in order to like submit it for printing, right? Um, so I'm just I'm saying this because I want to like remove any of the blocks as you're listening to this saying that you can't do this. And I will I will get to why in a second, but there are so many affordable resources that will allow you to do this. Um and if I can do this, you can do this because I am notoriously bad at kind of going, "Oh yeah, here's my project pile." Right. Yeah. Um, I've everybody listening. Enough... This is uh, I can af I can affirm this as very true. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I have written enough things to fill enough novels that you know. Okay, I was gonna joke and say Brandon Sanderson. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> would blush, but that's impossible. He he too much. He wrote too much. Um, but like still, uh, I can at least say that I've written more words than George R R Martin. Uh, <laughs> um so yeah it, it is something that you can do and if you have a project that you were working on that was gathering dust and you want to submit something for zine quest this is a really good opportunity for you to pull it out look at it with fresh eyes begin a new edit add to it and finish it and that's all you need to do to start out you and, finish and it, here's you get a what, little bit of promotional material, you're good to go. Here's what I would recommend as a newbie myself submitting a project to ZineQuest. Try and set your scope nice and small so you know you can do it. What is your minimum viable product? You know, how does whatever you're building yeah. work? Set the scope early so that you can hit that mark. Um, and, and that's like, okay, can you do art yourself? Great. That's a great box to be able to check. Do, then then if the answer is no, then you know you need to reach out to somebody, either a friend or another artist that you can commission, and please pay them if you're able to. It is a Kickstarter. Hopefully you're raising funds and you're able to pay them through those funds. Right. So that's an agreement you can work out with them. But art is a big question with a piece like this because it's going to be the thing that gets you noticed. Second to exactly. that is the scope of the actual publication and the content of it. Um, you want to set the scope as reasonable as possible, but not so slim that it lacks any meat on the bones. Um, for example, without getting into the details yet, I'm doing a full, uh, a full, I'll explain more later on what that actually means, but I'm doing a full rule set. Whereas DJ is doing a setting. Um, right. That is because of what projects we already had stewing in us and what felt appropriate in terms of scope that we knew mm -hmm. we could accomplish based on what we had already created and started working on. Um, so once you have that set, you can actually get started. Um, real quick, DJ, I think a big thing that has been super, super helpful for us 
um, has been getting into some of these new Discord spaces where we've been building marketing connections. 100%. You want to talk there about that? There are so many communities out there that are not only like willing to help you, but the whole reason they exist is to help you and, you know, make life a little bit easier. For example, we have a friend uh, of the show who will be on at some point, uh, Penny. And Penny runs the Titterpig Academy Discord. The Titterpig for TTRPG. Titterpig for TTRPG. Yeah, it's just phonetically Titterpig. TTRPG. Uh, the Titterpig, uh, Titterpig, Titterpig Academy. It's so hard to say really fast, uh, which kind of makes it more fun. Uh, is full of people who have done this before, uh, who are professionals in publishing, professional artists, uh, people who just genuinely love TTRPGs and exploring them. I actually came across another one as well, uh, just kind of scrolling through TikTok, uh, because somebody popped up and she's like, hi, my name is so-and-so, and we haven't done this on TikTok yet, but we have the TTRPG Collective. And I was like, oh, cool, that sounds interesting. And I click into it, and I... It's 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 a very similar vibe to uh, Titterpig Academy, uh, which is funny because it's the TTRPG collective. So it's almost like the Titterpig uh, collective. Uh, but they their whole thing is, hey, we're just a bunch of people trying to write and make things. Uh, so here you go. Like, here's all of the professional voices. Those two resources have been enough for me to go from going, oh, you know, this is, this is, you know, I'll, I'll raise the funds to, oh, I'm actually kind of excited uh, about the possibility of like going beyond what I'm raising. Right. Yeah. My expectations are still like, I just want to meet my goal, get a few copies of this into people's hands. But these two communities have kind of like pushed and uplifted me to feel like, hey, you know what? This could raise $10,000, right? And if it doesn't, that's okay. Yeah. Because as long as I met that goal in order to, you know, get my stuff into people's hands, I am completely happy with it. So yeah, check out uh, uh, TTRPG Collective uh, if you can. I'm pretty sure they have a website that you can get to. Um, and we'll then try and throw Twitter some links Academy in. as well. Yeah, we'll throw some links in uh, because they're super friendly people. They're super accepting and loving people. And a lot of them have become some of my really like close friends. Yeah. Uh, and we've really been able to connect with not only people in those discords, also GMs over in start playing games discord. Um, there's there is so many people out there that have already taken the plunge that want to help you. Um, yes. We are also of those people in that we are beginning that process and will likely uh, try and help you best that we can if you reach out to us. Um, but all that to say, okay, maybe you're like, eh, who cares? I don't really want to publish anything right now. Cool, let's, let's, let's talk to you for a second. This is a great opportunity to find some amazing projects to back. There's so many yes, cool ones is. that I want to already get that I'm planning on budgeting money, setting it aside for all the projects that I want to back because there's really cool ideas. I've seen, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go through them all, but like there's so many cute, yeah. silly, creepy, like it's hitting all of yeah. the genres. And the best part is they're likely going to be like, I don't know, 15 bucks or less to back most of these. Right. And 
Right now, you can go on. You can already start to peruse through all the projects that are basically getting ready to launch in the next few days or so and uh, already start following them to get notified when they're launching. So um, it's it's important to do that because it helps these people feel motivated in what they're doing. So go check stuff out. Click through and uh, click on stuff like in terms of like the notify me when this launches that looks fun to you because those projects are going to live and die on uh, just random people finding them. Yeah. And there's some of them that like have already gotten enough like traction and support before launch that they have the like projects we love banner on them. And I'm just looking at them. I'm just like, I think I'm going to buy that one. I think I'm going to buy because like, why not? We can try them right here on the podcast uh and tell you what we think of them and uh, like enjoy them and just add them to our staple of things that we can run and enjoy uh so yeah uh definitely check out zine quest uh one of the easiest ways to find it is literally to just in any search engine as one word zine quest z-i-n-e quest yeah and what i would really recommend is um in looking through these projects in um you know considering if you want to do some self-publishing this might not be your year for it but that shouldn't limit you the other big thing that um spencer turned me onto is um i was already familiar with itch in terms of mm-hmm. uh video game design and video games but not in terms of ttrpgs i had no idea that people would use it that way um i did a yep. little bit of game dev a couple years back um it was a lot of fun uh with a buddy of mine and um I, you know, we did some uh, game jams and stuff like this. The idea of a game jam is like beautiful and important. And I've seen Spencer do game jams on some of his uh, larger projects as well. He's done um, like a game jam for his release of Hunt, you know, that game right there. Um, <laughs> and there were like, I don't know, like 30 submissions just for that game. And so, it was a way for him to not only share what he had already created, but share a toolkit for people to create with it. Um, right. But what I was getting at is game jams, the ethos behind them is you have a limited amount of time, just get something out of you. Um, how many times have you just stared at a page and written a bunch of stuff out and then never come back to it? It's like a million right. times, right? Like. That's not wrong. Not every project is worth, you know, its day in the sun. But there is something really important about actually getting something done and not just talking about a thing. I have killed 80% of my own projects because I talked about them more than I worked on them. And there's a thing. Oh, for sure. I'm not a scientist. (laughs) It's a serotonin thing. Basically, you're giving yourself the satisfaction of the project essentially being done or out or the idea of it by talking about it and sharing it. That's not wrong, but it is no. stopping you from actually getting it done sometimes. Definitely. Uh, and that is something that you can do really easily is just like you get so wrapped up in that project uh, that you talk about it constantly, but you're never working on it at that point. Um, and that actually kind of happens to me with this project uh, back when I originally started writing it. Uh so we'll talk more about that in, uh, in, a, in another episode, of course. So you're listening to essentially part one of the Zine Quest trilogy. 
Um, you'll be able to hear part two and part three about uh, DJ and my projects very soon here. So stay tuned to the podcast feed. Stay tuned to us on YouTube. Take a look at all the projects over on ZineQuest, and we will see you very soon. Mm-hmm.